map is something that was, you know, a dream come true for me. And it took me a lot of research to learn how to create maps. But, um, and I love it. And anyone could do it. About two years ago, when my first book was about to be published, my publishers told me, hey, you're an artist, aren't you? And I said, yes. And they said, well, what about a fantasy map? Do you have one? And I was like, no. <laughs> it was a dream of mine to have a fantasy map, but I didn't really think about it, ironically, until they pointed it out. And I said, I will be happy to make one. Is it okay if we put whatever I draw into the book? And they said, heck yes. <laughs> so it took me two weeks to draw out my first ever fantasy map. And I was so proud of myself. Everything that I actually was in the middle of writing the second book at the time when they were publishing my first. So my second book was half completed. The first draft was half completed. And so I knew about all those lands that we weren't going to see in the first book that we would see in the second book. And I incorporated them into my map. And I'll show you right here. This is it. I am so proud of it. It took me two weeks to make. So over here is the Griffin clan and down here is the Arketcha tribe. And here is the kingdom of Bimaris. And in between are all the lands that you're going to see in the Prophet's Journal. Yeah, I learned a lot during that process because it's something I've never done before. Ironically enough, this new trick on how to make fantasy maps emerged on TikTok. It's this trick where you have a bag of rice and you throw it on a paper and then you sort of outline and trace it out. It's something that I did not know when I was drawing this and then I sort of was peeved. I was like, now you tell me? But... I'm very happy with the way that it came out. I did have a vision in mind of what, uh, how I wanted the map to look like. And now that I've drawn my map, and after learning about the rice technique, I think the rice technique is great. But there are so many other things that you need to think about when creating your fantasy world. And I'm going to be sharing those things with you today. Hi, my name is JK Noble, and I am the author of the Hail series, and you're listening to The Pen Sorcery, where we discuss how to unleash our inner storytelling sorcerer. And map building has a lot to do with that sorcery. So let's begin. First and foremost, I want to say you do not have to be a seasoned artist to create a map. You could just sketch something out and have someone create a more detailed map for you. Creating a map is something that was, you know, a dream come true for me. And it took me a lot of research to learn how to create maps. But, um, and I love it. And anyone could do it. Honestly, anyone could do it. You, it does not have to be as detailed as Tolkien's map or Martin's map for it to be as immersive for your readers as possible. So don't get discouraged. Why do you need this map? <laughs> not all fantasy books have maps. And it's a good question to ask yourself when beginning any project. Why? Why am I doing this? If you're struggling between deciding whether or not you should have a map, here are some pros 
to why you should have one. Your reader will feel like they are on an adventure with your character. They can trace your character's journey by gazing at your map every time, every time your character enters a new place. Two, it will be beneficial to you when writing your story or the sequel of your story to keep track of where your characters have already visited and where they need to visit next and what they have learned in this particular place, who they meet there, and so forth. Three, it looks super cool. When you're writing, you should always be putting your readers first. This is not something that every author does, but I feel like it's really important because you have to have your readers in mind. Your story needs to reach the readers. They are your fan base. They're reading this novel as a way to escape. Give them an inviting map to jump into and let them obsess over figuring out the key details in your story. If you're struggling on how the map looks like, here are some things that you could think about to help you get started in creating that map. Where do we meet our characters in the novel? Use your five senses. What does it smell like here? What does it feel like? What do you hear? We don't have to talk about the climate just yet, but the place as a whole. What do the people look like there? What are their skin color there? Do they have accents? What are their cultures like? What type of foods do they eat? What type of clothes do they wear? If you're stuck, you can always look for inspiration in the waking world, as there are so many countless beautiful nations and cultures right here on Earth. Geography is super important when incorporating a map or just incorporating it into your story because you need to know a little bit about your geography in your writing so you can understand more about what sort of weather your characters are going to be experiencing and so forth. When you look at different kinds of maps, they're going to be colored a little bit differently in certain areas depending on the geography of that region. So I'm going to be sharing with you the five main climates you could find here on Earth in a very simple way. In the tropical regions, it's where it's going to be hot all year round and where humidity and temperatures are above 18 degrees Celsius and 64 degrees Fahrenheit at all times. Tropical climates are found near the equator. Next comes the dry climate. Here moisture evaporates rapidly and there is very little rain. These places are found around tropical climates farther away from the equator. Then comes the temperate climate where it's warm and humid with thunderstorms in the summer and gentle winters. They come after the dry area. Then you see the continental places where there's cool summers and frigid winters found between the poles and temperate climates. Then comes the polar climates where it's always very, very cold. Now that you've got that down, remember with every type of climate comes its own plants and animal systems. And that's something that you should think about. What kind of plants and animals are found in those climates? Now you could add some really fun details. Where are there mountains, caves, or hills? Where are there forms of water, including ponds, lakes, bays, beaches, waterfalls, or rivers? Where are there woodsy areas? Where are there landmarks or historical places like ruins, important buildings, sacred areas, palaces, or marketplaces, etc.? These are four basic things you're going to find in any fantasy map. But that's not all. Some such places can exist in several landforms like islands, peninsulas, capes, etc. Figure out which of your fantasy nation lives on what type of landmass. 
Here is where you're going to want to separate neighboring nations or countries with borders. This could be a little bit messy when you're doodling your map. Add some notes on the margins and continue to draw it out until you get a clear rough sketch. That's pretty much it. That's all you need to know for your map making. It's really not so hard, but if you're still struggling, there are so many different map creators that you could use online to help you perfect the look of your map. And a lot of them are free too. My name is JK Noble and you're listening to The Pens Sorcery. Stay tuned for our next episode. Bye!